Your wife Julian on the brown note and another of my uh, intermittent uh, features on popular opinions and uh, bite-sized pieces on the current Ukraine conflict and the least deserving victim I will probably ever defend in defense of Russian oligarchs. I can't believe I just said that out loud. I, I, I have a gut feeling with certain things and the treatment of the Russian oligarchs is, is triggering something in me that is a bit dodgy. There's, I, I, I don't understand, like the West is now freezing the accounts of Roman Abramovich, the owner of Chelsea or the ex-owner of Chelsea and all of these Russian oligarchs and seizing their yachts. I don't know when it became permissible to legally freeze someone's money when they've not been convicted of any crime or even particularly accused of any crime. When have we done this before? When have we roamed the world rounding up the rich from a country that's invaded America, invaded another country? I'm, I'm alarmed at the precedent it sets. I am a full-blown, rich-hating socialist left-winger. So the fact that I would be in the defence of these people, I don't like these people either. But I worry about what precedent is sent. It's when they've frozen the accounts and they're removed, you know, they're taking the funds and businesses off of these people who haven't been convicted of any crime internationally. Who gets to decide next time? Are we going to do this to American billionaires when the next American invasion happens? Or if America decided they're not going to do it for a while? As far as I know, this is a unique and new thing. Now, I keep getting into arguments about this and people saying Russian oligarchs are different. Russian oligarchs aren't the same as American billionaires. Yes, they are. Now, one of the, 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 the things that is brought up is about how they're so pro-Putin and how they support the Russian empire. Um, well, the two of the most famous billionaires in modern history in America were the Koch brothers. Now, the amount of political influence that the billionaires in America wield over the American political process, which has often led to multiple invasions of foreign countries, is incredible, <clears throat> let alone they're leaning incredibly far to the right. Do you not think American billionaires have had much influence in the um, Republican Party or even in the Democrats? They've had a huge influence on what happens in politics in America. I think for every single uh, congressman or senator in Washington, there's something like four or five lobbyists. These people have a huge impact on, on politics in America. And they walk around blameless every time there's a conflict. But suddenly we've got a problem with billionaires. I've got a problem with billionaires. Believe me, I do. But there has to be some kind of consistent treatment here. And I don't know the legality of stripping these people of their money. I just don't understand how that works when you've not been convicted of a crime or even accused of a specific crime other than being friends with Putin. How many billionaires in America were friends with Obama? How many were friends with Trump or the Clintons? 
And there was some pretty shady stuff going on there too. Another of the arguments I keep seeing is that Russian oligarchs, at the end of the Soviet Union, at the end of the 1980s, when the Soviet Union collapsed, all of this public infrastructure, which was under the, the communist umbrella, was basically chopped up and given to these oligarchs. So they didn't do anything to create wealth. They don't create wealth. They, they just... Um, leech off of the public funds and they've been given all of their money you don't think people are like that in america that are really filthy rich not leeching off of money that's already there and creating wealth let me introduce you to the wonderful world of american investment banking investment banking sits on top of the economy like this giant mosquito drinking it dry and when it drinks so much that it's destroyed the economy, the public pay them back. And then they do it again, as they are doing it again now. They don't create wealth in investment banking except for themselves. They're not creating businesses and jobs and technology. They're a middleman selling, like bundling up mortgages that people have already got and then selling them as a derivative share option. This is money that is in the system that they're leeching off of. They're not creating new wealth. They are siphoning wealth exactly the same. Look at American healthcare. Look at the billionaires involved in American private healthcare and private education. They are leeching off of a system by making it dramatically more expensive for the public than it needs to be. American healthcare is an obscenity. And it is solely leeching off by inflating the costs of everything. We see, I'm sure anyone online has seen these, um, you know, comparison charts between the costs of medicines and how much more anything costs in the hospital in America versus in, uh, in the UK or in anywhere with socialised medicine. That's because socialised medicine removes the profit incentive. The profit incentive in healthcare and education is an obscenity because all it is is putting a buffer between the person providing the service and the person receiving the service who is the general public and they are just taking money out of the system left, right and centre, dramatically increasing the costs. <clears throat> Another great lie is that they're self-made in America. There is so much old money dominating America. There might be these modern tech billionaires who end up behaving just as onerous as the um, old money but there's an awful lot of hand-down wealth. Look at the Walmart family, the richest family in America. They didn't start Walmart. Their predecessors did. They have just as many people that have inherited wealth or that have benefited from a shonky system as Russia does. <coughs> Look at Australia. Gina Reinhardt's the richest person in Australia. Her dad made some mines. And the, the value of the product mined in those mines dramatically increased. It wasn't that he created that product. It was just your product that you're selling is going to go up a thousandfold in value. Now, she inherited mining wealth. She didn't do anything to create it. She spent half her life fighting her dad in court to get the money off of her dad and the next half of her life fighting her children not to give it to them. And she has spent an awful lot of her life 
supporting right-wing politics and right-wing think tanks like the IPA and making sure that uh, very Ayn Rand conservative views on, like she complained about how people in Africa can earn $2 a day, so how can Australia compete? She dramatically influences politics in this country. Why isn't she an oligarch? She has supported the Liberal Party and the National Party like crazy. And they went into war in Iraq and Afghanistan. So why isn't she an oligarch? She did nothing to get her wealth. She, was, she inherited it. She did nothing to cause what she makes her money out of to become incredibly valuable. And since then, if she's not fighting in the courts with her own family members to keep her pot of gold, she is funding and supporting right-wing think tanks and um, politicians. So I don't understand how there's this disconnect between the Russian billionaire and every other billionaire. And the Russian billionaires were even donating to the Tory party in the UK, the Conservative Party in the UK, on the right of politics. And guess who drew attention to that being a problem? Jeremy Corbyn, the ex-Labour leader who was hounded by everyone, including the Guardian newspaper and the BBC, who should have been on his side. He was hounded out of office before he even got a chance to lead the country and uh, treated like crap. And they, he drew attention five years ago to the fact that Russian billionaires donating large sums to the uh, incumbent government was a problem, and those same media sources shot him down in flames. And the last one is the obvious elephant in the room. Israeli billionaires are welcomed with open arms all around the world. Arguably, no billionaire on earth has done more specifically to support the regime in power than the Israeli billionaire. They often specifically do so. There are American billionaires who donate an awful lot of their money to keep Israel afloat, apartheid Israel, and the oppression of the Palestinian people, and to influence American politics to be very, very pro-apartheid Israel, who would be welcoming anywhere. And no one would say a word about what they're doing. No one would confiscate his yacht. So I think that there's the one-sided one reporting on this conflict has been one of the most hypocritical I've ever seen. 